How complex is your system? How complex do you need it to be? That's what we'll be looking at today. Hello and welcome to episode 242 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pulleen and I am your host for this show. So, a couple of weeks ago, I published a video on how I have my whole system set up. In that video, I shared how I bring all the apps I use together to get my work done. So I was rather surprised that a few people felt that my system was too complex. Now, I didn't understand why at first, and then it dawned on me. Of course it looks complex. If you put together on a slide, everything looks complex when it is broken down into small pieces and laid out in a diagram. The truth is, it's not complicated at all. It all works beautifully and I get everything I need into my system in seconds. There are no obstacles. I just know what to do when I need to add a task or collect an idea. But to someone not familiar with the way everything works, it will, understandably, appear complicated. I'm sure if you broke down your system, I would feel yours was overly complex. However, it's nothing to do with how many apps you use. It's how you use your apps that matter. And that's what we're going to explore in this week's episode. So, without further ado, let me hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Stuart. Stuart asks, Hi Carl, I saw your video on how you have your system set up and I felt that you have a very complex system. How do you manage all those apps and still get your work done? Thank you, Stuart, for your question. Now, this is an interesting one, and it's certainly a good example of why we should not be copying other people's systems. What works for me is unlikely to work for you. You see, everyone's way of working will be different. Not only do we do different jobs, we also have different expectations put upon us. However, the questions are, how do you know what to do and when do you do the work? As long as you know that, it really doesn't matter how many apps or processes you have running in the background. What matters is you're getting your important work done. I noticed from some of the comments on the video that some people see Ulysses, my writing app, as a note-taking app. I suppose Ulysses could be used as a note-taking app, but it wasn't designed to be a note-taking app. It was, and always has been, a writing app. Now, I've been using Ulysses for writing my blog posts, these scripts, and all my newsletters for well over six years now. And in that time, I have everything I have written. That includes 250 
1,000 plus word blog posts and over 500 newsletters. There will be over a million words written in there. And naturally, there's very little I don't know about Ulysses. A big part of my work is writing. I will write around 10,000 words a week and I want a dedicated writing tool that will allow me to get on and write in a distraction-free environment with an app that has never let me down. Ulysses does that for me. And that's really the whole point of choosing apps that work for you and the work that you do. I'm reminded of an analogy I wrote a few years ago. A carpenter doesn't use a Swiss army knife to build a table. They could do it, but a carpenter will always use the right tools for the job. Another thing you need to take into consideration when choosing apps is how will you be using them? Theoretically, I could use Apple's Pages or Google Docs for writing my blog posts and newsletters. And if I only used a laptop for writing, that certainly would be a consideration. But I don't always write using my laptop. There are a lot of times when I am in a coffee shop waiting for my wife and I find I have 30 minutes or so. Now, I could sit there and scroll through social media or I can open up Ulysses and continue writing the blog post I started on my laptop that morning. Ulysses on my phone is brilliantly simple. No menus, no distractions, just the written words and a keyboard. I remember when I did some extensive testing of Notion a couple of years ago. Notion was great on my computer, but it was a nightmare on my phone. This made it unworkable for the way I did my work. Now, for those who largely do their work on a laptop or computer, Notion works fantastically. For those like me who need a lot more flexibility in devices, it wasn't good enough. So when it comes to my system, I use drafts almost exclusively on my phone for collecting. For those of you who are not familiar with drafts, drafts is a simple note-taking app that allows you to collect tasks and ideas and send them to pretty much any app you have on your phone. For example, if I collect a task in drafts, when I open drafts, I am presented with a blank screen and a keyboard. I can then type immediately what I have in mind. Tap a button at the top of the keyboard and it's directly sent to Todoist. The original note is then automatically deleted. This is three seconds faster, I timed it, than trying to add something directly into Todoist on my phone. However, when I'm on my computer, using Todoist keyboard shortcuts is the fastest way to get something into Todoist. And that is how I do it. For me, speed is everything. The less time I spend collecting and organising, the more time I have for doing the work. One thing I've learned over the years is the more features an app has, the slower it is going to be. Often that doesn't matter too much on a computer, but in the mobile environment, the less features the better and the faster the app will be. Now for you, having a single app for all your tasks and notes could be your preferred system. There's nothing wrong at all with that if it works for you. I recently tested that when I was looking at Craft, a relatively new productivity app. 
Within an hour or so of testing, I realized it didn't fit comfortably with the way I work. While the desktop app was great, trying to get things into craft quickly on my phone or iPad was not so good. It therefore failed my test. Now your testing could be different. You are likely to have different criteria for how well an app works. Over the last week, I've reflected on the apps I use. Do I have too many? Could I streamline my system? Analysis, the answer is no. One of the most important parts of becoming more productive is to have a set of apps you are settled with. Sure, there are always going to be new, exciting apps appearing, but none of them are going to instantly make you productive. You will have months of learning a new way of doing something. It won't be instinctive, and the time cost of moving all your existing notes and tasks to the new apps is never going to be a good use of your time. A few months ago, I looked at Obsidian, a great app, but I soon realized I would need time to learn the syntax. Obsidian extensively uses Markdown, a simple syntax method to quickly add bold, italics and links. Now, I do do, I do do know a little Markdown, but it does not come naturally to me. On the other hand, I have a few clients who are computer programmers or software engineers. Writing that way does come naturally to them and Obsidian works great. I can't stress enough how important it is to find apps that work for the way that you work. Once you find them, stick with them. Learn everything you can about them. Find the fastest way to get stuff into them. Learn how to search them and make sure you make the app yours. You cannot do that in a few weeks. It takes time. Give it time. That patience and yes, frustration at times pays off fantastic ways. Sometimes Evernote or Todoist don't sync immediately. Over the many years I've been using these apps, I know this can happen from time to time. I also know exactly what to do to fix the problem. It may take me two or three minutes to get things syncing properly again, but that doesn't mean I have to ditch the app and find something else. Things will inevitably go wrong. Often it's not the app, it's the device. You're unfamiliar with an app, you won't know the difference. You've got to give yourself time to learn these things. With all that said, to get to the hub of your question, Stuart, I don't think I use too many apps. I use apps for the jobs they were designed to do. Todoist manages my tasks. Evernote manages my long-form notes such as research, meeting notes, client notes and my projects. I do have specific uses for apps like Apple's Reminders. That manages my family's grocery list. My wife isn't into productivity apps and so she prefers using Apple's built-in apps. So we use a list in reminders for our grocery shopping. This does have its advantages for me too. While I'm cooking, I can add items to the shopping list using Siri. I'll leave you with this thought. Using my iPhone every day is simple. I've had an iPhone since 2009. However, if I were to open the phone up and look inside it, it would seem incredibly complex. It is. I'm pretty sure the only thing I would be able to recognize is the battery. But that's not the point. 
The point is the phone works. It does exactly what I want it to do and it does that well. I hope that has helped, Stuart. Thank you so much for your question and thank you to you too for listening. And it just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. <laughs>